will take our text tonight from Romans chapter 8. Romans 8, begin at verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Webster defines conqueror as one who gains a victory, one who subdues and brings into subjection or possession by force or by influence, to overcome, to win. I don't know about you, but I like winning. I'm pretty sure that we ask for hands, most of the hands would go up, you like winning too. Probably be a small number say, I want to lose. Most of us have probably been through the backstop selection process where two captains are chosen and they start picking out the teams and as that goes, you know pretty quick which team you want to be on. It's the one that you think will win. The scripture says we are more than conquerors. More. The saints of God are already winners. We're not just conquerors, we're more than conquerors. We are victorious. Conquerors and then some. It says through Him that loved us. Through Jesus Christ, we win. Paul, he listed there a whole bunch of things that could potentially uh, discourage a person. He said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And he mentioned tribulation. He mentioned distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword. He said, we're even counted as sheep for the slaughter. But thank God, he said, I am persuaded. I am a victor. I know that the God that I serve can take me through whatever it is that I face. Through all these things, God can keep you. And he wants to keep you living a victorious life. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. By the grace of the Lord, you can stay saved. The enemy would uh, like to uh, tell you and have you think different. I just can't keep it. That just isn't so. That just isn't so. 1 John 4, 4 tells us that greater is he that is in us. He says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We are conquerors. We are victorious. 
38th and 39th verse says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate you. Nothing. The Lord wants you to live in victory, and He has provided a way. Thank God we are more than conquerors. You know what the key is? Real salvation. You get a hold of the Lord and ask Him into your heart. Why you get a hold of the real gospel, you're going to be victorious. Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. God gives everyone an opportunity. Everyone gets one, at least one opportunity. Sometimes uh, some of us have many more opportunities. But you are granted one. The Lord promised you that. And salvation is for the whosoever will. In fact, there's no other way to get to heaven. There's no plan B. John 3, 3, Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He just laid it right out. There's one way. You, you need to be born again. You need to come uh, to Jesus. Thank God for Jesus and that plan A. Plan of salvation that has appeared to all men, everyone. That's the plan that makes us more than conquerors. You may say sometimes, I just don't feel very strong. And in fact, there, there are times you might even feel weak. You know, it even answered that just a little farther back. Uh, ahead in that chapter, Romans 8.26, says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints, that's us, according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them who are called according to his purpose. When I don't know how to pray, and when I feel... Uh, like, oh, Lord, I don't even know how to ask you for what I need to ask you for. It says the Spirit. Amen. The Spirit maketh intercession for me. He makes intercession for you. Yes, it says uh, for the saints. That's us. Oh, just try to get an image of that. The Spirit taking over right where you fall short. Oh, Lord, I don't even know how to pray. You ever had a time like that? I just can't even pray for myself. But then people call and say, we're praying for you. Oh, isn't that, that 
that's encouraging. Uh, what a blessing that is. Oh, but even better than that, the Spirit is there. And He takes that prayer up. You don't have those words. He's right there making intercession for you, presenting it before God on your behalf. The Lord, uh, the Spirit will take up your prayer. You think that prayer is going to get through? Amen. That prayer has got, got way more than a good chance of getting answered. The Spirit's making intercession for you. And not just any light prayer. It says with groanings that cannot be uttered. I tried to picture that in my mind, just, just what that is. And I think, oh, there's times when you're groaning yourself when something is so deep and so hard. And yet, I think the Spirit is making groanings when He's praying and presenting my prayer before the Father. Yes, He's making a groaning for you that your prayer would be answered. How powerful is that? How powerful is that? The Spirit, that's a deep prayer. That is a deep prayer that is for you, that the Spirit is making for you. It's no wonder that we're more than conquerors. We have Jesus. We have God the Father, and we have the Spirit making intercession for us. There's a recipe for victory. When we lack, He makes up the difference. The third person of the Trinity, oh, presenting your prayer before the Father. That's winning. Matthew 25, 13 it lets us know that we don't know the day nor the hour that the Lord will return. Something we don't know. Jesus said, I don't even know myself, but only the Father. But that doesn't bother you if you're saved. If you know the Lord, that, that just doesn't bother you. You don't have to worry about it. I well remember back when I was young, before I was saved, and I did worry about it. I remember a time when my parents told me they were going to go to the bank. We lived in Nia Bay, and it was in Clallam Bay, 25 minutes away. And they said, you can stay with your cousins if you like to, and I did that. And everything was good. We were having a good time. Time went by, and after about two hours, they hadn't returned. And something down deep inside me got a little worried. The thought came to me, what if the Lord came and I've missed it? That's no fun. I thought, what if I've been left behind, and I tried my very best to remain calm? But I couldn't get the thought out of my head. What if I've missed it? What if it's too late? Three hours went by. Nothing. They weren't back. And I started to physically feel ill. 
four hours. I couldn't say anything to my cousins. They wouldn't have understood. They didn't care. I cared. They didn't have any idea what I was going through, but I thought I, I cooked up a plan in my own mind. I'll call one of my uncles who I know is saved. And then when he answers the phone, I'll, I'll know that the Lord hasn't come. I don't even know what I'd have told him. He probably would have just hung up because I'd have been happy I got what I knew. But I let it ring and ring and ring and ring. No answer. It didn't help. My plan didn't help. I thought, well, I'll call Brother Ben Johnson, one of our elder ministers. It rang and rang and rang. And I thought, you know, courtesy, you're supposed to only let it ring five times. I let it ring probably 20, giving him a chance to answer. He never did. He never did. If, if I could just put into you the fear that I felt that day, thinking that I'd missed the Lord's return. If I could just somehow place that into anyone that doesn't isn't saved here tonight, uh, I'll tell you, you just want to be saved. It just confirmed my fears. I, I missed it, and I was literally shaking, but I couldn't tell anyone. And it was just really terrible for that time. And I, you don't really know how relieved I was to see my parents come back. They didn't know how happy I was to see them. But I was happy, and I was so thankful. Really, I've thought about this more than once, but the fear I had that day is going to be somebody's reality one day. It's really going to happen, and it won't. Uh, B, the parents are going to come home. One day the Lord is going to come, and, and He will have came, and it will be too late. Too late for you to change your mind. Too late uh, for you to go back. I'm not going to fix up the past. And no, it's going to be too late. For me, what it really was, was that God was dealing with me. And I tell you this, that Holy Ghost conviction does what it needs to do. And if you're not saved here tonight, we're praying that it's working on you. We heard a testimony say, uh, they, the more they came to church, the less comfortable they felt. You know, that's a blessing from the Lord. You know, the Lord didn't quit dealing with me. That summer between my junior and senior year of high school, the Lord allowed something to happen that you never expected. I, I was in my little tiny boat on the, heading out of the Straits of Juan de Tepuca into the Pacific Ocean, and the tide was changing, and the waves were higher than the ceiling in here, and they were starting to comb over the top. And I thought, well, I'll just roll right over the top of them, and once I get through there, you're, you're fine, and you are. But one of those big waves just came right over the front, and the bow of the boat dove right into it. And I just saw a wall of water just coming right at me that filled the boat instantly. And I, I tell you, I, I was looking around. There was nobody. There was not another boat in sight. I was probably three miles offshore. Those cold waters, they tell you, you have about a half hour. 
I had no way of radioing anybody. I was alone. Just put it plain and simply, I was out there alone, and, and the boat started to roll over, and I jumped to the other side, and it would roll the other way. Back and forth I went, and I had a little small, I, I stress small, plastic Tupperware container, had bait, I threw it out, and I was bailing water while I was jumping back and forth, but there was something else I was doing, I was praying. I guess I say I was alone, but, you know, the Lord was there talking to me. And I, I was in a listening mood. But there, as I went back and forth for several times, bailing water, why, uh, I finally, after about ten minutes, got to that place where I felt like I was saved. But I thanked the Lord for sparing my life. And I, I remember as I was bailing water, I was telling him, Lord, if you'll help me get out of this, I will serve you. I always think, why didn't I just say, Lord, I'll serve you right now? But I, I told him that, nevertheless, but I did mean it. He reminded me of that promise that I made at a camp meeting in this very building. In 1984, I was sitting somewhere right there. And the Lord was dealing with my heart and reminding me, you said you'd serve me. I don't know why the devil makes such a big deal of it, but it was hard to get up and go to the altar. But I, I remember thinking to myself, I don't care. The devil told me, what, what are your friends going to think about you that think you're saved? Because I was made to act like a Christian, whether I was or not. What, the, what are they going to tell you? What, what are your relatives going to think? What, the, the devil is feeding me a whole bunch of lies. I got to the place where I thought, I don't care. I don't care what they think. I don't care. I just want to get this heavy load of sin off of me. And isn't it ironic that when you surrender, you become a conqueror? Yes. Uh, I became more than a conqueror that day. Brother Lana told us the other night that he didn't like his name. I didn't like mine either. When I was young, I, did, I didn't like it. Let me use it in a sentence to help you. His faith is waning. It, to me, I, I just think, could they name me something else? But the day the Lord saved me, the day that, that I prayed that prayer right about there, I can't. I can point to the spot where I prayed a prayer, and the Lord came into my heart. He wrote Wayne in the Book of Life. Yes, my name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life that day. It sounds a lot better when it's written there. The Lord wrote it. Is your name there? Can you say, my name is in that Book of Life? Oh, the Lord took me from the losing side over to the winning side in one prayer. Just one honest prayer from the heart, and you can be on the winning side. Oh, I no longer have to worry. Is the Lord going to come? No. Lord, come quickly. I want to see you. I'm tired of this life. I want to see you. Let it come. You can say that. 
if you're more than a conqueror. You can say that if the Lord has come into your heart. Yes, I'm now in that army of more than conquerors whose leader is the ultimate conqueror, Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus wants to save you tonight. He wants to take your prayer and present it before the Father, Him that loved us. He loves you. Are you on the winning side? Are you there? Do you know your name's written there? I tell you, I wouldn't want to live in this life the way things are going without being saved. Too risky. Yes, you just look at what's going on. Uh, but you can be a victor even though this life is going crazy. You can be on the winning side. The spirit and the bride say, come, take the water of life freely. You can be more than a conqueror. Are you sanctified? You can win tonight. You can walk out of here with your sanctification. Yes, the Lord just willing. Let him take that prayer. Let him make that intercession for you. He will. He will. He'll take your prayer. You just come with that honest heart and ask. Let him present it with those groanings that cannot be uttered on your behalf. Your prayer is going to get through. Do you have your baptism? The Lord wants to equip the winning side. Oh, He wants to fill you with His power. He'll do that tonight if you just come. Hey, Lord, here's my prayer. I don't know how to pray. Intercede. Oh, present it before the Father with those groanings that cannot be uttered. He'll fill you. He will. Oh, you ever you look at it like that and you think, my prayer has a chance of making it. Yes, I have a chance of my prayer being answered this very night. He wants to answer your prayer this very night. In all these things, we're more than conquerors, Paul said. He'd been through those. He could say, through all this, we're more than conquerors. And it'll take you right through to the end. You can finish a conqueror. I remember uh, just before we moved to Woodlake, Brother Rule Green was over here in this nursing home, and he, we were told he had a day at most to live. And so Lisa and I went over to visit him. As many of you know, he had a stroke for uh, midlife, and he probably was not able to speak clearly for about 40 years or so, somewhere in there. And, but he'd go down the altar and pray and just uh, sit, he'd come down there with his cane, sit next to you on the altar and just say, Amen. 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 Over and over. And it encouraged you. Well, when he, we heard he had uh, just a short time to live, we went over to visit him. And there in that nursing room, you could tell he didn't know we were there. He, he was pretty unresponsive, but we just sat there, we just, uh, just to be near him for a little bit, and you know, just out of the blue, he started to sing the song we sang tonight, Only Believe. Clear as anybody. Clear as anybody. He was saying, he started saying, oh no, he's like, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. He 
he's saying it. Oh, just so clear with his eyes shut. In a few hours, he was with the Lord. I thought, oh, Lord, that's the kind of faith that I want to have when I step out of this life. I want to go with that kind of victory. Lord, I might not be able to talk for half my life, but I left saying, Lord, I believe. I know where he is. He is a conqueror. And I know that I can be that same kind of conqueror. I know that you can be that same kind of conqueror. We're going to have a chance to pray tonight. If you feel like you're not a conqueror, you come down here, get the victory. The Lord will give you the victory. Oh, we're going to sing uh, the song. But don't, if your Lord speaking to your heart, don't even wait. The Lord, I need you. Come down and the Lord will answer your prayer tonight.